Hi, I'm Alex Rubit, and you're listening to Grace to Your World. If this is your first time joining me, this ministry is all about providing you with an understanding of the grace of God, which will empower you to change your world and to live the overcoming life. You see, God wants us to live in victory. Yet in order for us to do so, we must have an understanding of His unconditional love and His unmerited favor that has been made available to us through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And so I truly believe this is going to bless you today. Now to find out more about our ministry and to access other free resources, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And with that being said, let's get into today's teaching. Heart knowledge is not something that we can struggle to obtain. Heart knowledge ultimately is something that comes as a result of the grace of God. And it is really the Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of grace, praise God, who who will uh, impart heart knowledge of God to you. And I'm going to show you this today. I'm going to show you exactly how this works. I'm going to show you that the only thing that can block the Holy Spirit from writing on your heart, praise God. You see, He wants to write on your heart. He wants to write on your heart, you see. He wants to make some things real in your heart. Now, the only way that He can do that, friend, is by you understanding that you are not under the law, that that, that your relationship with God is not one where you got to struggle and sweat and perform to try to be pleasing to God. No. It is you, remember heart knowledge, guys, is, is us living in complete dependence on God. <laughs> it's really us saying, Lord, I need you. It's us understanding uh, that we can do nothing without Him because we weren't created that way. You see, the only way that you can truly thrive, that you can truly prosper, that you can truly walk in the fullness of what God has for you is by you living in complete dependence on Him. And it's really you living in complete dependence on the Holy Spirit. Praise God. If you understand that, say amen. And so let's get into this today. Uh, let's get into this now. Uh, Luke uh, 24, 49. This is Jesus uh, speaking to the disciples. This is after his resurrection, uh, before his ascension to the Father's right hand. And this is what he says. He says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. But watch this, guys. But he says, But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. And so I want you to see that the Holy Spirit endues you with power from on high. That word endue means to clothe. And so I want you to understand if you're born again, you may not feel this. You may say, Alex, this is clearly not talking about me. Uh, well, friend, I, I want you to understand that if you are born again, and, and specifically if you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you see that the disciples at this point were already born again. They, they had already believed on Jesus. But as, I, as I'm sharing in our Wednesday night Bible study, uh, there's, there's two distinct experiences. There's the born-again experience, and then there's the baptism in the Holy Spirit experience. And so if you have not received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you want to go ahead and receive that. If you watch these Wednesday night Bible studies, I actually uh, pray at the end 
uh, with you and give you an opportunity uh, to, to receive the Holy Spirit, uh, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And then you'll see how, how, how easy it is. Uh, someone says, Alex, how, how does it work? Well, you just receive it by faith. It's the same way that you receive anything from God. And so when you receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, no matter how you feel in the natural, I want you to understand that you have been clothed with immense power. You've been endued with power from on high. Praise God. Look at Acts 1.8. He says here, Jesus speaking in Acts 1.8, he says, But ye shall receive power, glory be to God. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. That word power here means ability. It is the ability to get the job done. The ability for you to do anything that God is calling you to do. You see, in this new covenant, guys, God never calls us to do anything without giving us the power and the ability to do it. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now, he says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Everybody say, I need the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus told the disciples to not go witness to the world until they would receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so I want you to see how, how crucial this is. Uh, some people like to say the Christian life is, is difficult. Well, friend, it's not really difficult. <laughs> it is actually impossible, okay? It's, it's totally impossible without the Holy Spirit. You see, strength and empowerment comes in this Christian life when we can live life, lives of complete dependence on our unseen partner, the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God. Now let's uh, go to John 16, St. John 16. I'm going to review some scriptures here, and then we'll get into, uh, into the meat of today's message. Amen? Well, praise God. Glory be to God. Now, St. John chapter 16, uh, verse 8. We looked at this last week. I want to cover this again, uh, because once again, guys, this, this um, understanding that God is not condemning us is so important. Uh, you see, because what religion has done, uh, religion, and, and, and I'm going to show you today that really the, 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 that, the, the condemnation that comes from religion, uh, from having a performance-based mindset, is really what is keeping people in head knowledge. You see, uh, a lot of religious people have a lot of intellectual information about God, but you see, as I said, power in the Christian life is activated through heart knowledge of God. And so, and so we got to understand this, that, that God is not condemning us, you see, because, because basically a lot of people think, well, Holy Spirit is, is condemning you, is making you feel guilty. Uh, a lot of people have been trained by religion to think, well, Alex, I sinned, but at least I know I got the Holy Ghost because I sure feel condemned. Well, the Holy Spirit is not condemning you. Remember, the Bible said there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ. But I want to show you the verse that people look at and then they misinterpret that and they think that the Holy Spirit is condemning them uh, when he really isn't. Uh, praise God. Let's look at it. Uh, St. John uh, 16.8 says this. Again, this is Jesus speaking about the Holy Spirit. And he says, verse 8 says, When he is come, speaking of the Holy Spirit, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, to reprove means to convict or convince. 
And so uh, someone says, well, you know, there it is. Holy Spirit uh, convicts us of our sin. And so uh, he, he's, he's, he's pointing our sins out to us. <laughs> uh, well, friend, you see, you always want to be reading the word in context because uh, you know, Jesus knew that people would misunderstand that. And so he, he actually goes ahead and he explains what he's talking about. Verse 9 talks about, uh, explains what, what, what sin he's talking about because there's only one sin that the Holy Spirit will convict people of, guys. One sin only. And watch what it is. Verse 9 says, of sin because they believe not on me. And so the only sin that the Holy Spirit will convict you of is the one sin of not believing on Jesus. You see, uh, Holy Spirit is, is continuously ministering to people in the world, knocking on the hearts of, of people in the world. Glory be to God. And, and He wants to write on their hearts. He wants to reveal Jesus to them. He wants to draw them to Jesus. But you see, what happens is a lot of people have been pushed away by religion. And again, when, when, when religion, uh, performance-based religion is preached, uh, that blocks the Spirit from, from working. I'm going to show you a scripture later on where he says that uh, the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. The letter is performance-based religion. It's, it's trying to live by the law. Uh, thinking that you got to perform to please God and see that's what a lot of people are taught sadly by churches and 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 any time that is preached any time performance is preached you're actually cutting short the work of the Spirit because what the Holy Spirit is trying to do and he needs people to minister this word of grace guys he needs people uh, glory be to God who are willing to boldly preach this gospel of his unmerited favor in Christ Jesus because when that word is preached, Holy Spirit will minister to people's hearts. He'll try to, he'll try to, to write that on their hearts. You see, he'll try to make that real to their hearts, and so that's how he draws an unbeliever to Christ. You see, that's how he draws an unbeliever uh, into getting saved. Now, after we get born again, uh, the Holy Spirit, guys, is still only convicting us of this one sin. It's the sin of not believing on Jesus. It's the sin of not trusting Jesus. And so, uh, oh, someone says, well, well, pastor, unbelief is not a, a sin. It's just unbelief. Well, friend, hold on. Do you know the Bible says everything that is not of faith is sin? Is he? Sin is, is anything that misses the standard of God, which is perfection, because God is a perfect God. Amen. <laughs> and so, and anything that's not perfect is, is sin. Well, someone says, well, well, Alex, none of us are perfect. Exactly. <laughs> is it? And that's why we need a Savior, guys. That's why we need Jesus, you see. That's why we need to, uh, glory be to God, put our faith in the one who is perfect. And so the only sin that the Holy Spirit convicts us of is the sin of not believing on Jesus. Remember, guys, I, I shared with you last week that the root of every sin is unbelief. The reason a person will steal is because they don't believe that uh, God will supply their needs. The reason someone lies is, uh, is because they don't trust God to be able to, uh, to uh, you know, make sure everything's going to be okay if they just tell the truth. You guys see what I'm saying? The reason the person commits adultery is because they don't believe God's promises where marriage is concerned. And so the root of every sin is unbelief. And so catch this, guys. Catch this, guys. Because you know, 
religion and performance has gotten us to a point where we think, well, I got to do better uh, here. Uh, I got to I got to uh, clean up this area of my life. Well, we'll hold on because really all you got to do is you got to just you got you to gotta fix your believing <laughs> is a uh, you, you got to fix your believing. And remember, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. And so really what you got to do is you got to fix your thinking. Uh, and sometimes you, you might get a FYT alert. <laughs> What's an FYT alert? Well, FYT means fix your thinking. You see, and so the real issue is you got to align your thinking with what God says about you. You see, the moment that you believe that you are righteous because of what Jesus has done for you, the moment you really believe that, that's the moment you get set free from sin. That's the moment you will no longer uh, uh, lie or cheat or, or whatever it is you, you may have been into. You see, and so it's, it's, it's can we believe on Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit, guys, will only convict us of this one sin of not believing on Jesus. Now we can misinterpret, I shared last week, what the Spirit is saying when we have wrong knowledge of the Word. This is why it's so important. This is really, guys, why the Lord has put it on my heart to put out all these online teachings. Uh, guys, if, if, if every church was, was teaching what I'm sharing with you right now, there probably would be no need for these videos to be online. But sadly, a majority of the churches in the world right now are not preaching this. Sadly, the, the, the majority of the body of Christ is operating in some form of performance-based mentality, some type of, I got to do this, then God is going to do that. Anytime you think that you got to do to try to get God to do, that is the pattern of the law. And so what we're wanting to get you to see is in this new covenant, it's not about you doing to get God to do. No, it's about you, praise God, believing in what he's already done. And so that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to get you to believe. Jesus already took care of this. Just trust Jesus. Uh, doctor gives you a negative diagnosis. Holy Spirit will minister to your heart and say, just, just believe Jesus. Just believe what the word says. Believe what Jesus has already done for you. Trust in Him. You see, I shared last week, Holy Spirit uh, will not uh, convict a person of, of not giving. You know, if a person has, is reluctant to give or, or tithe. Uh, he's not going to convict you of the fact that you're not giving. No, He's going to convict you of the fact that really you're just not trusting God where your finances are concerned. <laughs> you see, and so He'll, he'll try to get you to, to trust God rather than, than trust money. You see, is the opposite of the spirit of mammon. Spirit of mammon will try to get you to trust money. Guys, remember, uh, mammon is not greed. Mammon is not money. No, mammon is actually a demonic spirit. Uh, that demonic spirit sometimes manifests itself in the form of greed. Uh, but mammon is really a demonic spirit which will try to get you to trust money rather than God. Mammon is really Satan. It is one of Satan's disguises, you see. And so the Holy Spirit, on the other hand, Will, will just convict you and say, well, why don't you just, just trust God? <laughs> People are so opposed to prosperity, and, and really the root issue is not money. Uh, money is neutral. It's neither good nor bad, guys. The root issue is that many people just can't believe that you're able to handle money without trusting in money. Is he? Because the whole world has been conditioned by the spirit of mammon, and so, and so, People have been trained to trust in money. Well, well, God just wants you to trust Him. 
and then believe him for your provisions, you see. And when your trust is in him rather than in the money, well, well that means you can be at peace whether you got the money or whether you don't have the money, you see. <laughs> when you're trusting God rather than money, man, what happens is you, tr you, you rest in your trust and you know that either the money will be there or perhaps you won't even need the money and instead the favor will be there. Amen. And so, and so it's, 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 it's where are you trusting? Who are you believing? That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit, guys. He wants you to trust God. He wants you to trust Jesus. You see? I've shared with you before, guys, this new covenant is all about going a little bit, a little bit deeper. Uh, religion likes to stick with the cheaper. Well, what we're here to remind you today, guys, is that sometimes you want to exchange uh, the, the, the cheaper, glory be to God, for the deeper. Is he? <laughs> Praise God. Look at uh, the same chapter, St. John uh, 16, verse 13. I'm going to read this in the Amplified, uh, and then we'll, we'll uh, jump into it today. I just want to review this again as well, um, and we'll get started. Um, someone says, get started. I thought you had already gotten started, guys. I'm just laying the foundation here, and then I'm going to get into the meat of today's message. Amen. I want to make sure we're, we're all on the same page here. Amen. <laughs> well, um, praise God. Look at this here. Uh, St. John chapter 16, verse 13 in the Amplified Bible. Uh, still Jesus speaking, and watch what he says. He says, but when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit, I love that. The Holy Spirit is the truth-giving spirit. The Holy Spirit is actually imparting the truth of God to you. And guys, I submit to you now, the Holy Spirit is not imparting the truth to your mind. He's actually imparting the truth to your heart. You see, he ministers to your heart. And, 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 and someone says, well, how can I know I have heart knowledge rather than head knowledge? Head, head knowledge is, is you trying to intellectually figure everything out. Heart knowledge is, is I just know that I know that I know that I can trust God. I may not be able to figure it out in my head, I may have some questions in my mind, but you see, in my heart, I know that I can trust God. And this is the difference, by the way, praise God, between the ministry of the Law of Moses and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Law of Moses, guys, uh, remember that God just gave the Law to show us our need for a Savior. And so all the Law does is it will point out to you, well, that's sin. Uh, because really what happened, thank you, Lord, is that, that, that people uh, mistake the ministry of the Holy Spirit they get it kind of mixed up, you know, with the ministry of the law, because the law pointed out all of your individual sins. You see, that was the law. And guys, the law will just point out a person's sins, but the law will do nothing to fix it. Well, the Holy Spirit is exactly the opposite. Holy Spirit doesn't point out your individual sins, because the Holy Spirit will only point out the root of the sin, which is unbelief. And not only does he point you to your unbelief and then leave you stuck there, no, guys. I'm going to show you today, he's actually going to help you now to believe. Remember, this is so awesome about this new covenant that God now never calls us to do anything without supplying us with the ability to do it. And so when he tells you to believe him, glory to God, you want to understand it's the Holy Spirit working in you that actually enables you to believe him. Look at this here, John 16, 13. He says, but when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit, comes, look what he does. He says, he will guide you. He will guide you into the truth. 
the whole and the full truth. Glory be to God. <laughs> How many are ready for the whole and the full truth? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, and he says, for he will not speak his own message on his own authority, uh, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. And so in other words, what the Holy Spirit uh, will, will minister to you is not something that will contradict uh, a scripture or anything that the Father uh, reveals to you in his word. Because remember, who is the Holy Spirit? It's one God. Amen. Uh, one God manifesting as Father, manifesting as Son, manifesting as the Holy Spirit. Uh, someone says, well, Alex, how does that work? That doesn't make any sense. Well, friend, don't try to figure it out with your mind. You see, <laughs> that's, that's being stuck in head knowledge. No, uh, it's one God functioning as the Father. One God functioning as the Son. One God uh, functioning uh, as the Holy Spirit. And so, and so it's, he, he, he manifests himself to us as these three different persons. All of them are God. And so what he's saying is, Holy Spirit hears from the Father and he gives the message to us. And so in other words, the Holy Spirit is how the Father communicates with you directly. Is a, the Holy Spirit is the presence of God in you. The Holy Spirit is really the indwelling Father. Uh, J Jesus says in, in John's Gospel, uh, it might be somewhere around verse five, uh, excuse me, uh, chapter five. Uh, he says somewhere uh, that that it's the Father within me that doeth the works. Well, that's talking about the Holy Spirit. And so, who is the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit ultimately is the Father dwelling on the inside of you. You see, Holy Spirit is the presence of God living on the inside of you. And so God wants to reveal some things to you directly. Remember I said uh, last week, guys, uh, sometimes your breakthrough will come not in you hearing the word of God. Glory to God, but your breakthrough will come when you get that word from God. Glory to God, you see. So when God speaks to you directly, how does that happen? It's you being in His Word. It's you tuning into the right channel through being in His Word. And then the Holy Spirit will begin to minister to your heart. And look what He says. He says, He will give the message that has been given to Him, and He will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in your future. And so Holy Spirit wants to declare some things to you about your future. Do you know, friend? He wants to declare to you that his plans for you are for good, to give you a hope and a future, to give you a hope and an expected end. He wants to announce and declare to you, praise God, that no matter how dark it may be uh, for you right now, glory be to God, no matter the ditch you may find yourself in right now, no matter the, des the despair you may find yourself in right now, Holy Spirit is announcing and declaring to you that where you are right now is not where you're going to stay, that he's going to pull you out of that ditch, he's going to get you through that valley, and he's bringing you into a good place. He's bringing you into a place of promise. He's bringing you into a place of deliverance. He's bringing you into a place of, of freedom, you see. And so he will announce glory to God and declare to you his plans for your future. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me today. Now remember, grace is a living reality that is alive in the heart of every born-again believer. Friends, I'm Alex Rubit. You've been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again tomorrow as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now once again, to find out more about our ministry and to access the full-length audios of this and other teachings, simply head to alexrubitministries.org. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review.
Help us to spread this good news of God's unmerited favor in and through the finished works of Jesus Christ. And one more thing, friends, if you'd like to support what God is doing in and through this ministry, you may do so by going to alexrubitministries.org forward slash give. I pray you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. Walk in his blessing, walk in his favor, walk in his goodness. And I look forward to talking to you again on tomorrow's podcast. Thank you.